if you heard that uh, that intro this time. But uh, <laughs> that was your boy, Stickland the Ivories and the, and the Ebony's as well. There you go. There's some different chords in there. Yeah. So where we... Uh I think we're going to stick with the Peanuts intro for a little while. Yeah. It's got character. Absolutely. It's, it's got, got history. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. Mildly football related. Definitely. Potentially. You know, you've got, I don't even remember. What's her name? Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. Got Lucy. the football. And that was my parallel picture. Brown. I mean, I think it is right now. On, at least for the it league. It is. Yeah. And I was looking to change it, but I was like, what I don't care that name? much. What was your name? It was, um, well, it was just, um, I think it was just Team Suck or whatever. Oh, I was, you, you were Team Suck, Pover, Try... Three or something. I think it's poverty. I don't think it's poverty. Try. Okay. Or I think it's maybe a pronunciation thing. Maybe so. But. <laughs> um. So it's week one. It's here. Golly. Um. We are finally here, people. It right now it's Wednesday as we record this. There's there will be football on in exactly twenty four hours. Oh, I'm so from lit. right now. I'm so lit. And that's just awesome. Now it's going to be bad football because bu- the Buccaneers are going to mercilessly beat the Cowboys into a submission the likes of which we've never seen before in a week one. I just I don't think it's going to be a very good game. I don't think they're going to beat them like that bad. Oh, no, they'll beat them that bad. I just don't think it's going to be very entertaining. Um, a beatdown would be relatively entertaining. I just don't think it'll be that. Yeah. Regardless, this is the week one matchups pod. Mm. We got to preview all the matchups. Matchups preview. Yep. It's, it's just cut and dry. What, Se- else, what else could this week be? Season preview. So we'll start at the top. Actually, there is no top because yeah, I think the matchups show orient- yeah. differently for Riley and I. It's oriented towards so your team. I'm going to start with the matchup I'm most excited for. Yours. No. Oh. Oh, of course. What the else K-Bake, could it be? Oh, what, could it, what, what else could it be? My, my apologies. It's the Derby. The K-Bake, Mason Munoz, the Lynx, uh, Showdown. You're talking about history. Now, this is one where... where and it's, it's interesting sometimes because when you get like the league rivalries, sometimes groups will say, ah, I don't care that much. But these two will tell you how much they want to beat the other person. Yeah. Um, uh, well, really, when it comes down to it, what league rivalries do we have left? Roush and Bryce, that's a historic league rivalry. Yeah. That's gone. Uh, that Bryce Kyle, another Bryce, big one. Yeah, Bryce Kyle. Oh, man. I had a rivalry with Bryce, too, where like, wow. he had never beaten me before until the last year he was in the league. It's kind of is good. But yeah, Bryce Bryce was the heel. I was the literally league. about to say that. Um, He's big value as a heel. And, and we lost that. So, I mean, I think Jack and I have a rivalry, but it's... um. It's sportsman, sportsmanly, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, yeah, it's not very like it's not yeah. too trashy. Maybe, maybe it will be this year. Maybe maybe it's time to start something. Yeah. Uh, if anybody wants a rivalry with me, let me know. Yeah, I don't uh, think I don't think I have any. Yeah, you've just been in and out of the league as far as both both effort like, yeah, and, and presence. presence. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So so maybe it's time for you to. Maybe what we need to do is we need to bring back divisions. Oh wow! And set it up so See, that you now play that, the same. Okay, now that I think that probably had an effect on it. Yeah, so you okay. need to you, like we need to set it up so you play the same teams. But I think everyone likes to schedule times. how it is, and I do too. But like as far as rivalries go, I think the division would yeah, help. Yeah, well, we can talk about because you're it. getting that automatic double play. Right. It's like ugh, I gotta play freaking Julian. Roush, Riley, and Jack. Right, and then next year it gets randomized, but then you still have that one person. Exactly. Okay. Um. But here we go. 
So yeah, we'll start with Kyle and Mason. So right now the projections have Kyle edging Mason out by a 2.6 point uh, advantage. Um, Some things to note. This is hot off the presses. Two of the players in Mason's starting lineup both did not practice today. Now it is Wednesday, so it's not really time to be scared yet. Yeah, but just long. Yeah, it's a long week. It, yeah. You know, it's weird because football starts tomorrow. In my mind, it's like right. almost like tomorrow is the day everyone yeah. plays. It's yeah. not. It's not the case. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it is something Mason does need to be aware of because he does have Chris Godwin playing tomorrow. So he may lock himself into trouble if AJ Brown ends up not playing and he leaves Godwin on the bench or something like that. Um, so that'll be interesting. Something to pay attention to tomorrow. You have the interesting sub storyline potentially of Godwin versus Mike Evans. That's two Tampa Bay wide receivers yep. um, going up against each other. And I know each manager thinks they have the better Tampa Bay wide receiver. Um, it's just going to be interesting. It's a weird thing. This this matchup. This actually happens a lot. I just want to mention this. When I've been looking at this, there's this is a, there's a lot of this going yeah. on in these games today yeah. or in the this week. Is a lot of like, I mean, it's just how it goes. There's mm-hmm. only so many good teams, mm-hmm. but a lot of players playing for the same team across right. teams. Right. So I'll mention that every now and then when I can. So I think the main difference between these two teams is Mason's wide receivers are his strength, at least in my eyes. Kyle, it's his running backs. Yep. So. Uh, um, I think you would say typically a wide receiver based lineup has a higher ceiling, but might be less consistent. A team that is built around running backs is probably a little more consistent, but doesn't have the, you know, firepower, you know, the 35, 40 point upside from an individual player. Right. Um, and I'm going to struggle to remember what I even voted in in Jack's. I don't. Um, I, was about, I wanted to mention this as well. Go ahead. In in Jack's week one predictions, I may predict the exact opposite as I did in those. Um, but I had a reason for how I voted then, so I will try to get as close as possible. But also things change, right? When I voted in that, I didn't know Eckler and AJ Brown hadn't practiced. I could today. have been on an empty stomach. Sure. So I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to already not say me. who not me who I'm going to pick. Right. I'm picking Kyle. Okay. I think Kyle comes out strong this year. I think he's motivated, um, potentially slightly embarrassed over how last year went. Um, and I think he really wants to stick it to Mason, who, um, you know, there's been a lot of positive hype around Mason in this offseason. Yeah. Um, and, and Kyle's kind of getting dogged on. Right, and Kyle's getting dogged on. But when you look at last year, Mason finished they're, ninth and Kyle finished tenth. They're buddies. Yeah, so it's like they're they right, are. They were right at, next to each other. They were at the bottom, so it's just yeah, interesting. It, yeah, honestly, if I was Kyle, I'd be like, dude, what right. the hell? What gives? Yeah, yeah. And I think he kind of feels that way towards right. Me. So, so I think it's interesting to see how the media has changed our perception of these two teams uh, going into the season. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm picking Kyle, and I'm sticking well, with. Well, here's the thing: I'm part of the media. I finished above Mason and Kyle. And in no way would I put Mason's team above mine. And I would no way say that I had a better year than Mason. Yeah. Even though I like I had a I did well for myself. I didn't have a good year. Right. Mason had a much better year. He just had a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Um for me, uh the way I did these today is I just went off who you had in the starting lineup today and if everyone's healthy. 
Yeah. Um, and based off that, I said Mason slightly. Like all these t- today are really, really close. So if I say you're going to lose, unless I say it's going to be a blowout, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be really close. It's always hard to make predictions week one with not knowing how good players are. Right. So we just sort of assume that all these matchups are going to be I close. I did want to actually just go ahead and say, obviously, like I think there's obviously the wide receiver and running back difference in these teams. I really love the uh, the matchups for Kyle's team especially from uh, from tight end to kicker. Um, the flex, tight end, defense, and special teams, I love all those matchups. So, I mean, hopefully it goes well for him. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's going to be a great game to watch. I, I think, and this is the key to me, um, Mason's wide receivers have really, really good matchups. Mason's quarterback has a better matchup than, than Kyle's. But the thing that worries me is it's bad matchups for both of Mason's running backs, and it's a bad matchup for his defense. You know, the Steelers' defense is really, really good, but the Bills' offense is also really, really good. And the Bills' offense gave him the business last year. And it's in Buffalo. Oh, to me, if just as a Steelers fan, I want no part of this game. <laughs> I If I have someone on the Steelers, if I had the Steelers' defense, if I had the Steelers, uh, maybe if I'd play the Steelers' kicker, I would probably not play them this week. Yeah. Just because, like, as a fan, I know how these games go. I don't like playing Buffalo because it's foreign, and we also didn't do all against them last year. I would say Mason needs to get Chris Godwin in his lineup because Godwin plays the Cowboys, and their defense is terrible. So I'd say find a way to get Godwin in your lineup, lock him in, and then if if A.J. Brown ends up not playing, you can still sub Tyler Lockett in. So yeah. I, I would move A.J. Brown to the flex, Chris Godwin to the wide receiver two, and rock and roll. And I do want to say, like, the way uh, Kyle has his lineup set is it's um and Allen Allen Robinson and then Mike Evans, but it's really Allen Robinson and then Adam Thielen. That's not a bad one too to me at all. My question with I mean I had that one too. Kyle last year. would be if he subs out one of Mike Evans or Thielen for Mike Davis or Gus Edwards. You know those yeah. are two running backs where maybe he shifts his lineup to. Um, yeah, I think you go Thielen Robinson and then plus, maybe plus, Mike. I think Mike Evans should be. The Edwards, third. Gus Edwards has that little uh that little Monday night boost. Yeah. And I think I think going forward, uh, right before these matchups, we'll see when the season actually starts. But me personally, I have a lot m- more positive feelings looking at these actual matchups than based on like how I saw these teams. So whenever we rated your teams, I think a lot of my opinions have changed a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Next matchup I got on my list. This is probably the least interesting one, but it it is Brandon and Roush. Okay. These two teams, um, I don't have a ton of confidence in in either of them much at all, Uh, but I think Brandon will win this one pretty easily. Um, And it's based on, you know, Roush took the gamble on Saquon Barkley, and it looks like Saquon's not going to be fully ready for week one, if at all. Um, everything is said that if he plays, he's not going to play his full complement of snaps and he won't probably get, you know, a full workload. So you're looking at a reduced workload against a good defense and the offense is already not very good for the Giants. So you've got to question that. You've got bad matchups for Dak and Amari Cooper against the fierce Buccaneers defense. Um, and you've got a bad, just two bad players in Dallas Goddard and DJ Chark being in Roush's lineup for some reason. So I just think Roush's team, if I had to re-rank things now, I would probably say Roush's team is worse than Trevor's. Like, Roush's team is worst in the league. Um, 
And and I just don't see him winning this week. I think Brandon's team has good matchups, except for Zeke. Um, really, both his running backs don't have good matchups. But Mostert has a really good matchup, and then Ayuk and Ridley both have good matchups. Um, and, and I don't know. I just think his team has way more upside. Yeah, and I was saying this to Josh right before we started. Brandon, I like the way your team looks. I think... You don't have like super, super, super elite guys all around. You have Zeke. That's how Brandon's team always seems to end up. You know what I mean? Like Brandon never yeah. ends up with like a top in, top five player. He just ends up with all these guys that are like good, but I not think, great. but I think Zeke is that guy for him this year. No, I don't know how good Zeke is actually going to be this year. Well, let's say in theory, like where we should rank him, like position wise, I think like he's like the he's the best player Brandon has had on his team probably in like many many years yes somehow brandon always like reaches in the first round for someone i mean last year he did it yeah right so it's like brandon always takes these risks and this year he picked zeke and that's typically not a risk but it might not pay off for him week one just because of the matchup i think he'll do all right and yeah so i just thought brandon your team looks decent who, who you oh, got, my who bad. You yeah, win. so I said beef slightly. Um, the lineup just gives me a better feel, especially the wide receivers and then Brandon's flex. Uh, yeah, Moster, and then the wide receivers just give me way more confidence than Amari Cooper and Julio Jones. Julio Jones, obviously talented, good system, but not very many pass attempts by the quarterback last year. Next up, I want to talk about what, you know, might not be on paper the most exciting matchup, but it's one I'm going to watch very closely and that's trevor and jack oh yeah oh like, you know what i think I don't, I don't know if they have a rivalry but this is always a fun game to watch i feel yeah, like yeah oh my word. um i don't know if you guys everybody should be aware but julian runs the league twitter account and he put out a little um a blurb for each matchup and he talked about this one you know the 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 aftermath of the the trade that shook up the whole draft yep. with trevor trading for travis kelsey so it's interesting to me that they play each other week one and we get to see sort of the differences yeah. in how the teams were built. Gives and takes. Right. So I would say Jack probably wins, but it is not going to be by as large a margin as we may have thought weeks ago. Um, Jack's team, I think, doesn't look as good as it did when we left the draft. I think Miles Sanders, big question mark at running back two. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Gallup at flex is a big question mark. You know, you look at other teams that have a, uh, some teams have a top 20 wide receiver or a top 20 running back as their flex. And Jack's got Michael Gallup, who's the third wide receiver on his own team. And I just don't know how good that actually is. He's also going up against another wide receiver on his team. Right, right. So I don't know. I just, I have a hard time. Hmm. It's just it's interesting. There's a lot of players in this game because you've got yeah like like Tyreek Hill. Yep. Go ahead. Trevor has Mahomes. Yep. So that caps Hill's upside. You know what I mean? Like like Trevor can basically you, you, touchdowns for Tyreek Hill are only worth two points. Is basically how it works. Right. Unless they give him like a like a end around. Right. Um, which could happen, but it, it it just limits his upside to me. You know, you've got. Uh, Every touchdown that Mahomes throws to Kelsey not only counts as ten points for Trevor, but it's well, it's eleven, but it's also a touchdown he didn't throw to Tyreek Hill. Right. So it's just it's interesting how you know it would make me nervous if I was Jack because you always hate having your wide receivers play the or play with the opposing team's quarterback. And it's and it's like 
it'd be different if it was like, oh, I have there's a quarterback, I have a wide receiver, and then this person has another wide receiver. Right. That happens. I mean, it's happened today. It's different whenever it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yep. That's tough. So, yeah. I, and, you know, there's history there because Jack loves Travis Kelsey. And so it's just going to hurt him that much more. Well. It's going to cut him up. As a as an outside viewer, I view that as, I mean, that's tough nuts for Jack. Jack, Jack sold his, his, yeah, if that's your son, right. you sold him down the river. So Now, I would I would say I wouldn't be surprised if, if Jack switched up who was in his flex because I wouldn't leave Michael Gallup in there. I think Jack may just be doing that for projections reasons. But I, I'm going to pick... You know what? No. I said Jack. I'm picking Trevor. And I think I picked Trevor in the matchup survey. But I'm picking Trevor. I just... I feel something. I think it'll be close, but I'm picking Trevor. Um, I, I think it'll be based on the Mahomes. Like, I think Mahomes throws a touchdown to Kelsey and doesn't throw one to Hill or something like that. And that's going to be the difference. Yeah, I think... Like, let's say these two teams were owned by Mason or Kyle or whoever. Let's say they were owned by team or owner one and owner two. Regardless of who owns this team, these matchups are really, really interesting to look at just mm-hmm. because Jack is like relying on Baltimore. You have the Dallas, the Philadelphia team members or whatever. It's just like, it's a very intermeshed game and it's going to be weird to see how the scores yeah, change. Yeah, it's basically like the Ravens versus the Chiefs. And then the Cowboys have some players in there as well. Right. Yeah. It's Wait, interesting. Ravens, Chiefs. Yeah. So I think um, for this one, I said Jack, and I said it'd be close. Um, but it is slightly scary uh, just thinking about the upside that Trevor has. Um, but to me, it's just so weird. Like, you're starting a wide receiver. I'm starting a yeah. wide receiver. Same team. Yeah. But as time goes on, the number ones are going to shake out, and that won't be as big of a worry. Right. Um. All right, next up, we'll go to my matchup with Julian. Okay. Now, I am going to do my best this year to avoid the reverse jinx, but I have always thought... Avoid the reverse jinx. Julian has had my number in fantasy football for a very long time, I think. And I I think he's going to beat me week one, and I think it'll be because Dalvin Cook scores like 40 points or something like that. Because that's the other thing, is Dalvin Cook always puts up points against me, like a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I love Keenan Allen. He's one of my guys, historically. And so he always scores a lot against me. So, I mean, could my team go off? Yeah, sure. Um, But I don't have... I I, I never have a, a high level of confidence going into week one that I know what my team is. Um, you know, I've got a relatively difficult flex decision, um, and all of that. So, you know, we will see what happens, but I think Julian beats me. Uh, I think it'll be close. I don't think he destroys me or anything. I think I will lead up until Monday night. And then I think I'll lead by like 10 points and Josh Jacobs scores like 15 and then I lose mm-hmm. is I think what'll happen. Cause um, I, I also don't have any Monday night players. So it, that's a terrible jinx. Yep, it's a bad feeling. Um, for this one, I said that... Let me see, Josh, Julian. So um, I said that you would win this one in a close one. Um, and I just said player for player, I think that your team is a little bit better. Obviously, like, George Kittle is a big overreach on, on Julian's part. Only people that uh, on Julian's team that really kind of give me, like, pause are Debo Samuel and then Chase Claypool as well, this week especially. Um, just because it's like you're relying on these people week one 
and I don't know if they're going to provide you all that much. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, these are really good matchups. And it's like, it's way too early to say this, but this year's league seems pretty competitive. Yeah, that's what I was telling when Riley and I were talking about matchups before and how basically we think everyone's going to be close. To me, you know, we we all came out of the draft laughing at Trevor's team, but if you look at his team now, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I think Roush's team is clearly the worst, um, but it's not, you know, it, it, some people had Roush finishing first in the regular season. Yeah, weird. But that just goes to show you that everybody has constructed their roster a little bit different this year. Yep. And I think the rookie keeper affected some people and affected how they drafted. So you see a some people, percent. you see some people that have a bunch of rookies on their team. Some people just basically ignored it and were like, "Oh, I'll just not keep a rookie or find one, pick one up at the yeah. end of the season, something like that." Um, so we will see how it all pans out. But I, I do think that the the people were a bit more experimental in how they built their team and and just the way the draft was, yeah, right? Because be. if you look at the draft and it was like out of the 20 or whatever keepers that were kept, 14 of them were running backs or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So immediately in the first round, there were no running, running backs. Running backs are like oil. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Julian will win. Riley had me winning. Um, I, I think we should, since we're going to be doing this every week, I think I'm going to make up a, a spot on the website for mm-hmm. our predictions. Okay. And then just sort of keep our um, keep a tally of our record each week. So mm-hmm. like we'll come into next week and we'll say, oh, I was three and two, and Riley was four and one, or whatever, on picks from week ones. Sorry was- to be pretentious, but it's just us two here. Um, we could also do it. We could make a a denomination for what close is and points. Yeah, and we could say lose, lose close, win, win close. Yeah, and we could yeah. do like points. Yeah, we could. Because, yeah, you could say... Within five ooh, or ten. I mean, we talked about it. Who's your... We'll, we'll talk about this last game, right. and then we'll bring them up. Uh, so the last game we have is Riley and Kendall. Yep. You want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, so this... Kendall's team is scary. Yep. His only weak point to me is uh, Cortland Sutton. If yep. he could... I would, you know... I, I think if Jalen Waddle turns out... Or Marvin Jones turns out for him, he'll be fine. You know, Juju is probably pretty reliable. So he could probably survive just by starting Juju every week in that wide receiver too. And, you know, other than that, I, I really don't see a weakness on his team. His tight end's not great, but there aren't that many good tight ends anyway. Yep. We've talked about Riley losing all those running backs, and I think it's clear that his strength is quarterback, tight end, and wide receiver. Um, he's got the clear, clear advantage of Darren Waller over Robert Tunyon. I think Murray and Josh Allen probably cancel each other out. Um, maybe Murray getting a slight bump just because of matchup. You know, Tennessee's defense isn't good, and Pittsburgh's is pretty good. Not that that slowed down Josh Allen last year. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, think that's... I, it, it, it's a tiebreaker to me. And it's um, a new year. Right, but Kendall's advantage is clearly McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, and James Robinson. Um, so this is the other wrinkle here. That I thought about, you know, you would have had Robinson against Etienne, uh, running backs on the same team, but Etienne got hurt. Yep. And so, you know, and and what's funny is whenever I drafted Etienne, Kendall laughed. He was like, "Yeah, James Robinson's gonna play." Yeah. And he was right, one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I think Kendall wins. Um, I think this is one of those games where Kendall could put up one forty, one fifty, 
and Riley puts up, you know, 115, 120 and still loses. Barely puts up Like, this is one of those where Riley could be, like, the fourth, third or fourth highest scoring team and lose is, I think, sort of my predicted outcome. So I'll take Kendall. Um, I don't think it'll be very close. But not that one of the teams lays an egg or anything. Um, speaking to the idea of reverse jinx, as you just mentioned it earlier, I think last year I kind of was just telling people I'm not on the reverse jinx thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea, and I don't like people thinking I'm reverse jinxing because I don't, I mean, just in general, I mess around sometimes. I don't lie, okay? I'm telling the truth 99% of the time, okay? And if I'm lying, there's probably a decent reason. This game, I'm get, like, I've, I, I said, Kendall, this is not close. Because if you look, like, to me, if I was looking at my team, I'd be like, bro, what's up with your running backs, dog? Yeah. Like, Kendall has a competent wide receiver, like a wide receiver one. I've got good wide receivers. Kendall has great running backs. I don't have, a like, a competent RB1. Yeah, I would say that his flex is about the same as your running back one. Yeah. Like and he's so, got two running backs definitively better than your best running back. Maybe three. Yeah, and I think it's just like... Now, I will say that you, like, Devontae Adams and Robert Woods are definitely better than DK Metcalf and Cortland Sutton. Uh, yeah, and, that's, and Waller is way better than Tunyon. And I just... That's the way I drafted my team this year. Right. It sucks that I've had injuries already. But, like, in general, I will say I'm I'm not super worried about it this year. I'm just going to play the best teams I can. Uh, I'm not going to worry about winning or losing actually at all. But, um, yeah, I think Kendall wins It's sort of like the situation is the same as last year where you came out of last year saying, it sucks I had all these injuries. I still didn't finish last, which was a victory, just based on the injuries you had. And you made a bunch of good trades. Yeah, this year's going to be about making good pickups and trades. And so that's the deal. It's just roster building. But the thing is, the reason why I'm not now super confident looking forward towards the season is this isn't going to change. This is going to be it every week. So potentially, yeah. I mean, just talking about my running backs. Like my running backs will, aren't like gonna yeah. change into different people. So um, yeah, I think Kendall takes this one, and Kendall is my lock. Oh, Kendall's your lock. Yeah, your stone cold lock. And I did have Kendall as my lock in um, in Jack's poll as well, for sure. Mm. I can't remember who my lock was. I think my lock was Brandon. I think Brandon. I th- I think Brandon was my lock. Um, to beat Roush, just because I don't think Roush's team... I think on a, on a perfect day, Roush's team could be really, really good, but he's got bad matchups, and he's dealing with the uh, the Saquon injury. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess those are the matchups. Um, so, to run through our picks one more time, uh, I had Julian, Riley had me, uh, I had Trevor, Riley had Jack, we both had Brandon... Uh, I had Kendall, he had Kendall, and he had Mason, I had Kyle. I like so, it. So we only had two same picks. So, you know, there's a decent chance one of us, you know, neither of us can get it perfect. Yep. Well, no, one of us could get it perfect. We can't both get it perfect. We can't both get it perfect. Yeah. So one of us is going to look like a fool. One of us is going to look like a genius. Or it'll just be like two and three and three and two. No, I think it'll be, um, we'll both look smart. It's our podcast. It's our platform. So I guess you're right. So that brings us on to the, you know, everybody's favorite new, um, segment, new segment. Um, I will let Riley lead this time with his, um, 
I don't know, scenario, criteria. We don't have a name for it yet, but... I listen to a podcast, and they have a segment similar to this. They call it the nonsense ranking. Okay, the nonsense ranking. We can okay. call it that for now. We can change it. I, I don't want to be you know, a style biter or whatever. Um, so this is actually based off of a submission from someone in the league. It was Julian. I just want to say it, put that out there. Mm-hmm. And guys, I don't know if Josh got anything separately. No, Julian was the only one that made Julian's it. Julian's the only thing that's submission. anybody in. Send shit in, guys. Because we can think about stuff all day, and we're pretty damn creative. Yeah, if you want us to rank people in based on some arbitrary criteria, just do send it. Send it to us, yeah. and we will do and, it. And Julian even thought outside the box. Julian sent us some random stuff about just like yeah. stuff in general. Fast mm-hmm. food places, is a hot dog a sandwich, stuff like that. So send us stuff, guys. Damn. Everybody's doing Jack's goddamn survey. Think of an idea. It's not even like hard, like, you know, it could be anything. Just don't, just don't let it suck. Okay, so this is based off one of Julian's things. And Julian said, um, who would you least want to be in a car with if you got pulled over? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought this was a pretty decent question. Um, and I know we talked earlier about doing three to one or top threes or whatever, yeah. but I like doing 10 to one. Yeah, I think it's... Because once you do three, it de- it's like, it depends what's the on rest? The thing. It depends on the thing. Yeah, me. I mean, we'll go but back yeah. and forth. There's no form for this. Right. Um, so I will start at number nine. So this is who you would most, most want. want? Yes. Okay. Number nine, first round draft pick every time, it's Alex Roush. <laughs> Roush is a cop. Roush is also a wahite. He's clear. You know what I'm saying? He's one of y'all. He's a honk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sorry about that. Not. Um, it's There's no one else you want in the car with you. It's Roush. Because Roush is probably going to laugh a little bit whenever I get pulled over. Mm-hmm. But Roush is also going to say he's a cop. And... I'm just hoping white privilege takes over, and then that yeah. that absolves you, you me. You are innocent by association. Yes, I'm. Mm. You know what? You know what I would be. Mm. I would be one of the good ones. In parentheses, correct. The cop would say, "You know what? I don't trust this insert word yeah, you here." You just have to say, "But he's with one of them." Yeah, he's with one of us. Pat, when he when Roush hands him, you know his cop ID or whatever they right. do, pat him on the back, say, "Get the maga hat out I of back the, the blue." Yeah, all of that. Love this guy. I didn't, I didn't, I funded the police. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, number, I'll, I'll speed up here. Number eight is Trevor. Trevor's brother's a cop. Easy. And I think Trevor also might chuckle a little bit, but Trevor, I think, would also, like, get a little bit serious. Mm. Trevor's not busting my balls. He would be like, oh, this is crazy, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But Trevor is definitely next, um, especially if we're around this Oklahoma area. Um. Number seven. This might be a surprise pick. I think a lot of these picks are going to be surprising. Number seven is Kyle. And you might be thinking, oh, first two picks. Cop. Brother of a cop. Kyle's dad's secret service. That's not the reason. I just think, oh, wait, wait, actually, my bad, my bad, my bad. I made an edit. Number three is Jack. Number Number seven. seven is Jack. My apologies. Number seven is Jack. Jack... I don't even I don't even see him laughing at all. See, my concern with Jack though is that Jack okay, yeah, has go ahead. authority issues. Oh. When when he doesn't when the author, when he doesn't value the authority, he can be uppity and he can make situations worse. Jack can definitely be uppity, but the thing is, I'm automatically in the driver's seat. So like I got pulled over, Jack is in the in the driver's seat. So Jack doesn't get he, to talk. He would probably just do nothing and that's good. Right, that's what I'm saying. Jack is gonna like Jack is gonna support. Jack's gonna be there. Um, yeah, and so and also, you know, I mean, 
Oklahoma's laws on, you know, cannabis is rapidly changing. So I'm not even worried about if, if there's something in the car. Um, so Jack is number seven. Number six is Kyle. Kyle, I think, is like maybe cracking a little bit more of a joke than Jack is. But I think Kyle is pretty damn serious. And we're going to slide down. As Here's the thing. So now we're at number six. This is where we start to slide. Kyle was six. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is where we start to slide. Number five is Mason. Mason is gonna <laughs> Mason's gonna realize the seriousness of the situation. He's gonna move, but Mason's also gonna be like, damn, bro. Like Mason's <laughs> gonna be, yo, Mason, the fir- this is the first time this has come to mind. Mason's gonna take video of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, oh, it couldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna like, but then also he's he's kind of gonna tighten it up. Um oh, damn it. Yo, guys, I'm so sorry. This list is trash right now. I'm making edits on the fly. I thought I would be able mm-hmm. to see this in the moment. Number five is Kendall. Number five is Kendall. Number four is Mason. So oh, number okay. five is Kendall. I think Kendall's pretty like straight lace. Kendall's gonna try to yeah. get me out of the situation. Um, Kendall's gonna be a good guy to be there. Number four is Mason. Mm-hmm. So this is like we're getting to the top three. Number four is Mason. Mason's cracking jokes. I don't want Mason to be there because I'm gonna be embarrassed. I'm gonna feel like shit. Uh, I totaled my car and then I drove to Josh's house. Mason chuckled and I was like, Mason, fuck you, basically. And it wasn't Mason's fault because Mason hadn't done anything. He just made light of the situation, and I was feeling very insecure. Mm -hmm. This would be the same situation. I think Mason might chuckle a little bit to the side. Um, Here we go. Top three. Here we freaking go. Number three is... is, uh, Number three is Beef. Number three is Brennan Lee. Huh. Um, We've talked a lot about, or I've talked a lot about, about like, oh, this person's going to crack a joke, but they'll tighten up. I think we all know brandon doesn't care brandon will crack a joke to the cop and not like because i here's the yeah. thing i might make a joke to the cop yeah. this Brand- guy's got weed on him right legally that's what brandon would do <laughs> that's brandon is brandon does He's not got care a warrant brandon i've always said this bro when brandon gets that shading grin on his face <laughs> it's hilarious but if you're not if you don't want that at the time you there's no there's no face i've ever wanted to punch more um, and I love Brandon for that because he's he's got that that spirit in his heart, mm-hmm. but I don't want it sometimes. Right. This is where things turn a little bit evil. Things are it's we're gonna make two turns right here. So this is number okay. two. Number two is Josh. <laughs> number two is Josh. I, I don't know what to say. And the feeling, the Josh feeling wise, Josh is number one, and it's far. Um, Josh is not only gonna pop jokes; he might take a video, <laughs> but he's also gonna like shame me no one no one else has like brought like shame in josh twists the dagger and goes into shame land um and that's something that i would absolutely hate when i totaled my car before i knew it was totaled josh was like well if you get that thing back and you get some new brakes on that thing it was not brakes it was tires for the record oh yeah i said i needed brakes and he's like you need to get some new tires and i said motherfucker I he was driving tires. on dangerously bare tires um, it was it was a request about his safety. Yes. Let the record show. Um, slightly insensitive request at the time. And that's my point. No doubt. Josh is out of pocket. Josh has never been in the pocket. Um, Fair. If And here, here we go. Number one is Julian. If Julian wasn't Mexican, Julian might be... Number nine. Julian, no, he'd, he'd never be number nine. Never be number eight. Because Trevor and Roush have cop connections. That's... They're, like, they're, Are Trevor's cop connections that strong, though? To me, it's just like, 
but your brother's a cop. Like I, that's my first thought. So they're almost like Trevor and Roush on my list are grayed out. <laughs> they're not. Like, it's honestly not even a fair question because these two are automatically it. Julian might be like seven or six if he wasn't Mexican. No. But the way the world we live in, Julian, black and a Mexican in the car, it's not great. Um, just because I've I've been in a situation. Me and a good friend of mine got pulled over in Dallas, and it was two of us in the car. We're both black. And the security guard said, we need backup. We've got two Hispanics in the car right here. Yelled it to my face through a window. I'm not a little bit Hispanic. So we got to cut that down. Not the Hispanics, but just like the, the least amount of threatening people that we can have in, these, in the car. That's, that's what we want. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my list. So... That's a good list. I had thought about using that, but I feel like mine. Like I'm, if I got pulled over, I just I wouldn't be pressed. Right. The people I wouldn't want in my car when pulled over would most prominently be Riley and Julian, just because of the potential for bad things to happen. But the Pretty last time I was man. the last time I was pulled over, Riley and Julian were both in my car. Uh, this was the Canes incident at the 2015 draft or whenever that was. Right. When um, we were kicking Bryce's van and got You got over. stereotyped. Correct. Yeah. Um, mine was, and this is going to be, um, c- come on the ride with me okay. as I explain the scenario. I'm, I'm in it. How, okay. how long? How long are we at, by the way? We're, we're at thirty-seven minutes. Oh, so goodness gracious! This probably won't take more than, more than ten minutes for for me oh, to go through. Do you want me to close my eyes? Um, I have a child in the next X amount of years. Okay, let's say five years. Oh, this is great already. I pass away for unknown reasons. Oh man, I don't need someone to be anything, but maybe a potential father figure for my young fatherless child who would i peg in the league ranked one to nine who would you what to be the father figure for who, my child who would you what peg it's a common saying what, what, one more time i'm dead so there's no pegging going on i mean i don't know what ghosts do in their free time not that you could just say choose who would i choose in order okay now again, I want to emphasize this is a relationship strictly with the child. Oh wow! Not, you're not, so you're saying you need a a new spouse for Nora? No, 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 no. I'm saying the opposite of that. Okay. I'm saying Nora is mostly uninvolved. I just need one of you to take the kid to his baseball games, teach him how to throw a football, you know that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's right? really like a like a uncle, a close uncle. Sure. Right. Maybe a godfather type deal. Yeah, godfather. But I'm dead. Right. So. De facto, yeah, you're the one that's you've been you know, called up. You're giving him the talk, yeah. all that stuff. Wow, all, okay. all the dad stuff. So I was thinking of who I would. Oh, okay, want this to is interesting. This. Yeah, yeah, because it, it takes out a lot of factors. Because the 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 custody is Nor. This is Nor's kid. Yeah, it's Nor's kid. Okay, bet. Okay, you're just, go on. You're I, just the uncle that comes on the weekends. I love this, by the and, way, and um and all of that. Oh wow. So and you're going one to ten, one I, to nine. I'm I'm going to start at nine. Bet. The person I would I would least want to do this. Um. And this may, you know, this may... I, I, know, I, I know what you're going to say. I that. would trust nine of you, all nine of you to do this in some capacity. Yeah, some of you, just less equipped. That's all of this list. All eyes. these lists, by the way, is like... Um, yeah. And it may be controversial. My number nine is going to be Brandon Lee. 
Oh, wow. Okay. It's just, it, it, sorry, Brandon, but it's just you, um, the skills I want my child to learn may not be skills you have. Mm. You know, you were an offensive lineman growing up. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need my kid learning how to block. Yep. My kid needs to be learning how to, you know, catch, throw, that kind of stuff. Shoot a basketball. I don't want to go in too much on your list, but you did say Brandon was very handy. Brandon is handy, but I feel like other people can can fill that role. Okay. Um, but no, that is a good point. Brandon is handy. Um, number eight is Kindle. Mm. Again, might be controversial, but I just need a I need a life skills guy is what I need here for for my uh, fatherless child, um, someone that would instill the same values I have, and um, you know it's just it is what it is. Seven is Trevor. I think Trevor would love this kid a lot, but I I just don't know. Again, Trevor, I don't know if Trevor could teach him the things I need him to be taught. Because this is just the whole other thing is you got to you probably got to help him with school, mm-hmm. right? You got to be able to help him with school once he gets past a certain, you know, level of um, achievement. Because mm-hmm. um, you know he may be very bright. Who knows? I don't know how much genetics weighs in on that, but right. Um, let's see who we got next. Next, I'll go with um, who? Where am I at? Six. So I did nine eight seven seven mm. was was um. You had beef? Trevor. I had Brandon Kendall Trevor. Okay. Uh, six is um, uh, six would be Riley. I think. Okay. Um, I again, didn't ex- I didn't expect to go very high on this. A- again, six. You know, you can teach him how to block. You know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna teach this kid? I know two languages. I don't need him learning other languages. Okay. okay. So you don't you don't need to expand his mind. Correct. Okay. I I I, I wouldn't be I need this person but now we're ta- to be you talked, you talked about intellect earlier. I need this person to be I can't do math and science, so that's why. I need this person to be a replacement for me. Okay. I'm oh, not, oh, say less. Okay, I'm yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not teaching my kid to Real vanity products you got going in here, you know, making a child. Oh, you want it to be you part 2. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I just if I want my kid to be raised how I would raise them, I need someone to raise them like I would. So you're raising your child to be you? No, 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 no. That's what you just said. No, it's not. You just I want the person raising him to be like me because then that person would raise them like I would, not raise them to be like me. Interesting. Okay. There are qualities that I don't have that I would like the person raising them to instill in this child. I mean, but, listen, you guys are listening to the podcast right now. You heard what he said. Um... Where my Josh doesn't know other languages, so he's good as one of the languages. Um, who do I have left? Five. <laughs> five would be Kyle. Okay. I think Kyle would do a good job, but I don't know. Just worries me a little bit. Mm. I don't know how committed he would be to the task. Yep. Um, it might feel like a uh, a chore for him sometimes, you know, um, and and. Kyle might have kids of his own running around that he's got to corral. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's loud music. Um, where am I at? Four? I think you are. I'm at four. Um, now, the top four, I think, is where there is a clear sort of tier break for me. Mm. I would say the bottom three were a tier, and then the, um, let's see, five and four were a tier. No, six, five, and four? 
Six, five, and four were tier, and then the top four. So fourth, and this is where it really gets hard. I'm really splitting hairs here. Fourth is going to be Roush. Mm -hmm. Now, I I think I could trust Roush to do everything I wanted to do. I just don't know if he's going to be able to instill the same values I would be able to. You know, we have different worldviews, Roush Mm -hmm. and I. Oh, yeah, Um, that's true. So that's the trouble, right? Damn, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um. So that's where it comes in for me is that's the hard part, right? Is you got to find someone that is going to be able to instill the right worldviews, teach them the right lessons. You don't want your kid running around, you know, Novask. Exactly. Novax. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is my kid needs no vax. No vaccination, no mask. Exactly. Um, also, don't need him, you know, shaking hands of cops in Whataburger or anything like that. Oh, we yeah. We do not need that. Damn. Don't need to be saying thank you to sir. Thank you for your service to anybody. Oh, wow. Just Yo. Woof, let him live. Woof. Woof. Yo, thank you. Yo, go ahead, Josh. Um, Wow, masterstroke. Number three. Yep. All right. Number three is Mason. Mm. I think Mason would pour his heart and soul into this kid. Yep. And he'd be able to teach him how to throw a football. Mm Mm-hmm. He, you know, Mason's pretty good at basketball. He'd be able to teach him how to shoot a basketball pretty well. Yeah, Mason. Um, like, I think Mason likes shooting around. Mason has an appreciation for soccer, something that a lot of the other league doesn't, you know, might not have as much of. Yeah, and um, sorry to break away from here. Sometimes people will be like, oh, Mason hates stuff. Mason's got an open mind. Correct. Like, Mason will give things a chance. Right. And Mason will even review things that he's even hated in the past and be like, oh, this was kind of good. So, yeah, I think Mason would do a good job. Um, and I, I think it would be... Um, it would be fun for him because he always talks about how much he likes being an uncle mm-hmm. to Nolan and how he just wants to be the guy that comes in when you know when everything's good and then leaves whenever the child um, you know needs Ooh, uh, wow needs discipline or mm-hmm. something like that. So uh, I think that would be good. Number two is Jack. I think Jack would do a, a reasonably good job of matching the same temperament and values, I guess. And would be able to help the kid with his homework. He'd be able to teach him most things football-related. Um, probably the best leftover basketball player if he decides to go basketball. But Jack has no special basketball training. That's the trouble here. As I feel like Jack would be the best me replacement as far as... Um, t- yeah, just temperament. I mean, did your dad have specialized basketball training? He played basketball in like middle school. Okay, well, that's something. High school, maybe. I mean, you just yeah. gotta put your kid in basketball camp once. Right. So that's the thing is, is I think this, this, uh, the, um, as far as skill sets, I think Jack replaces me most mm-hmm. fully, I guess, would be my, my stance there. Um, and you know, you can always count on Jack to get the kid to whatever the kid needs to get to mm, on the weekends. Wow. You know, timeliness, that kind of thing. Yep. That's sort of, you know, some members of the league may not value it as much as I would have, but I think Jack would. In first place is Julian. Yep. There would be nobody I would trust more than Julian yep. to do this type of thing. He's got the values down. He's got experience. He, I think he just gets it. You know, that's one of the things is... um. You know, he he may not, you know, be able to uh, be as academically helpful as some other people in the league or as I would be able to, but he has so many more things that he would probably be better at. His emotional intelligence is probably far greater than mine. His emotional understanding, probably far better. And I think the kid would just be, you know, uh, 
a good person to be around or just a good person. Yeah. Because that's what Julian is. And that's the thing. There's no way Julian creates a bad person. For a lot of you people, I don't know how good people you are. Mm -hmm. And that's fine because I don't know how good of a person I am. Yep. So that's the thing is I don't know how good. But you do know one thing. I know how good Julian is. Yep. And that's what it comes down to. Don't think of this as uh, you guys are all bad and Julian's good. Think of it as we are all bad. We're mostly shit people. And Julian is good. Yep. So that's what it comes down to for me. Um, So if I die... Take this podcast, put it into the record, and do your best to prove me wrong. Whichever one of you takes the duty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was fun. That was fun. Um, one second. Are you doing it? I'm finishing my rankings okay. right now. Okay. So every week we do this, and every week I we don't know what we're going to do until we actually get there. Right. Um, it's a surprise for the op- the other one of us. Right. And we haven't paused this or anything to do this ranking. Um, okay, yeah, so it's it's nice to remember it's just groups of three. Um, okay. All right. And here we go. Okay. So I'm going to start right now. Number 10, or number nine for me. Number nine for me is Kyle. <laughs> um, and Kyle, I had you ranked very highly in the other list. I think your team is good. This is not me harping on you. I think Kyle just has a level of like nonchalance, which would actually fit in quite well with my family. Yeah. Um, but that's not a good thing. My family is disastrous. Um, but I don't think Kyle really gets up for the moment as far as family stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's going to pour his heart into it. Right. Um, which, again, we don't do anything for holidays. Yeah. He would do we everything do- you asked him to do, but I don't know how much more he would do than that. Right. Is, and, I guess, sort and of my... That is basically me as an uncle. I'm, I am this person right now. I am <laughs> Kyle. So, Kyle, this is, we are the same. Um, number eight is Trevor for me. Um, yeah. And I think this is, I think this is more of a shortcoming on me because I don't, I don't know Trevor well enough to, for him to talk about his family life around me or that doesn't, doesn't come up that much. Obviously Trevor rocking with Pamela, we all know that, you know what I'm saying? But I don't hear as much about Trevor being with his, his family, but I think Trevor has got a heart of gold. And if Trevor was there, um, I think Trevor would produce like a good child in my in my absence. Um, the only thing is though, Trevor's insanely out of pocket. And then also, um, I mean, compared to me, my my upbringing and Trevor's upbringing as far as uh, relationships and pursuing a, a significant other would be so different. Um, and that would kind of scare me because Trevor is a is a wild boy. Yeah, um, that is. And true. Trevor been a wild boy forever. Trevor's always been a flirt, and you know, correct. Um, so sometimes that because Trevor, you know, Trevor gets it done, but sometimes Trevor's methods kind of scare me. Right. Um. Above that, we have Kendall. I think Kendall would do a really good job. I think Kendall is like, actually, you know what? Mm, yeah, no, it's Kendall. Yeah, Kendall's there. I think Kendall does a good job. I think Kendall's there. Um, Kendall takes him around. Kendall probably does some like fun uncle stuff that's like detrimental, but also good for right. upbringing. That he'll remember forever. Right. It's like, don't, um, don't tell your mom type stuff. And that's, that's dope. Kendall yep. is the cool uncle. And I think Kendall's also a devoted uncle. So I think that's, that's really important. Right. Um, number, number six, we have beef. Beef is great. I think beef is like, beef is like, honestly, beef is like Mario. In like a 
Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games or just in general. Mario was like an all-around. Beef is an all-arounder. Beef's going to give you a little bit here, a little bit there. But also, how many times in league history have we said, do you want to do this thing? Beef said, oh, no, my second cousin's divorced nephew got a piano recital, but it's recorded That's and we got to go point. watch it on my cousin's That's house. Good point. You could count on him to show up. Beef goes to family things. Yeah. I don't know how much of that he wants to do and how much he got roped into, but Beef goes to shit. I don't go to shit. Um, next is Roush. And this is tough because Roush, Roush maybe could have gone right below. I think Roush is just is relative. Roush is upstanding to a certain level. Like of the people that are shit people, Roush isn't as shitty. He's a cop. So that immediately brought his level back <laughs> down. You know what I'm saying? I thought of Roush as a certain level of good. And then once he actually became a cop, it's much less. But that's still very high because Roush is a very good person. He's just mm-hmm. not as good as he used to be. Uh, love you, Roush. So, yeah, I think Roush does a good job. And I think also Roush is in training right now. Roush has a kid right now. That's true. We don't. Roush is a co-parent. We don't talk about this enough. No. Roush, Roush bit Julian's whole flow, word for word, bar for bar. Um, and so, I mean, it's not, not really. But you see what I mean. Um, I think Roush does a good job. Here we go. Um, next for me. Um, next for me is number four. Uh, ooh, yeah, number four is going to be Josh. I think Josh, and I think Josh and, and number three, they go hand in hand. Um, I think Josh does a great job. Um, you have d- demonstrated that you are very much interested in, like, raising kids, and you seem very buddy-buddy with your nephew, and that's great to see. Because basically, this is going to be the relationship, and you seem really, really down with that. So that's, for me, that's one of the reasons why I put you up here. Jack is right above you. And again, these you two go go hand in hand. Um, you guys are both really smart. You guys are both really athletic. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and part of me was like, oh, how, would, how devoted would Jack be? I know Jack has a, nep- a niece, like I have a nephew, sort of similar. But I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I was like, oh, Jack does young life. Jack was a football coach. Like Jack does this stuff you know what i'm saying he's also a tutor but for college kids so i think jack is this relationship is is normal as jack you were also at mathnasium or yeah so i forgot about that so just now anyways um okay so that is our yeah so basically it's it's so we have the top two right number two for me is mason mm-hmm. mason is a family guy so was our top two the same yeah our top two was the same and you had our you top had, three was the same yeah, Jack. I think our rankings were very similar, except for my rank. I had you six, you had me fourth, and I had Brandon last. You had Brandon sixth. For me, what changed but was once you mentioned Roush was a cop, I was like, "Damn, that is a real thing." So Roush, <laughs> you Roush, I think you might have been actually like number three, dead serious. But then Josh reminded me who you were. Um, I'm just, I'm so serious. Like I had a whole list. Um, what is it? So it's Mason. Yo, Mason's family is like so. Mason obviously he's like he's moved around. Mason's family is so close; it's stupid. Um, he calls people all the time. He's always in the group chat. It's crazy. Um, so I think Mason would be, totally be devoted, and he'd want to go do stuff with his little nephew, um, and he'd be making jokes and stuff like that. It, I think Mason would do a great job. Obviously, number one is Julian. Um, it's I enough mean, said. Enough it's said. Julian. I don't yeah. need to. Yeah, it's Julian. Yep. Um, Wham bam! I, that was that was great. Yeah, no, glad he took us to this place. What yeah. time are we at now? It was like forty five. We're at fifty five. Oof! God. Yeah, we got off on a tangent. Yeah, it's we did. Fun stuff. Um, so yeah, 
No, that's another edition of the podcast in the books. Yep, week one. And the and I just said this right before we started. We started going. Gosh, we are we're putting this pod out. Yeah. on a regular basis. I do want to say nothing is official yet. Me and Josh talked about this today. There's 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 podcasts. Oh no, no. Nope. Just leave it there. Oh, just leave okay. it there. Soon come. That's all I gotta uh-huh. say. Yeah, yeah. They may not even notice, but when they do notice, yeah, because it's a long podcast. But guess what? People are going to get to this point. Something's coming, and when they see the thing that's coming, oh, when they hear it, when they touch it, when they feel it, when they smell it, when they taste it, when they hear this thing, that was done, yep, and when they see, this thing that was done, when it touches them, then it'll it'll all fall into place for them, yep, and they'll be like, wow, this something's different this year, yes, something is something is different. Mm. Wow. Alrighty. That's another episode. Right at an hour. A little less than Welcome that. Welcome to the Q Review. Exactly. That's what you're about to hear me do my little voice and tell you thanks for listening. So, thanks for listening. See you guys. Bye-bye. Dang. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Crew Review. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.